Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with my friend Todd Wagner. Hello, Rick. Hello, friends. Well, listen, we got a question today that, that lots of people ask. The question goes like this. When is the world going to end? Give it to well, us. Well, in Chicago, they say, surely before the Cubs win the World Series. Uh, as a country music fan, I would have said, I hope before Luke Bryans or someone who sings music like his and call it country wins Country Music Entertainer of the Year. But I've already lost that on that opportunity. So uh, let's answer the question, all right, shall we? Uh, Jesus says this, first of all, no one's gonna be able to answer the question exactly because he says no one knows, not the angels in heaven, not the son of man in his uh, incarnation or his humiliation. Or the guys oh, on 35 that put the billboards up. Yeah, only the father knows. And so let's talk about those guys on 35 because this is not a new phenomenon, even though we're gonna talk about why that question is being asked right now. Um, over 30 times, just even since 1900, there have been major, I guess, publicly disseminated, talked about, uh, increased anxiety, Armageddon, end of the world prophecies. Seven of them by the Jehovah's Witnesses. And uh, obviously none of those have come to bear. Uh, Jesus says there's going to be many false prophets and false messiahs among you. There's been 20 between 1980 and 1999, guys like Hal Lindsey, Harold Camping, uh, the whole Y2K stuff, we had the Mayans in 2012, I mean, I could go on and on. This, this topic is of great interest for people because they, they wanna know, um, hey, why is the world gonna end? Is a God behind it? And am I gonna have to give an account to that God? The answer is yes. And so let me just say this, the world is going to end. Um, Jesus is going to return. There is a God to whom you will have to give an account. But when you start to talk about um, when the world's going to end, if it increases anxiety in you, you get more anxious, it, it's because you're not ready. And so uh, we want to be ready. We want to be individuals. Jesus says, hey, don't fear, little ones. But if you're not one of God's little ones who by grace through faith have been reconciled to God through God's provision, his gracious son, whenever the world's going to end, you ought to be anxious. You ought to be filled with a lot of anxiety. Um, you're right. The guys that followed Jesus in Matthew 24, verse 3, they, they asked him, and they, they looked up at him when Jesus was giving his last words and commissions to them, and they said, listen, when will these things happen? Um, when will be the sign of your coming? When will be the end of the age? They wanted to know. And, and Jesus just goes through, starts to give them some signs, but he says, at the exact hour, no one knows. Now, here's the thing. What Jesus was talking about there is the return of Christ, which in some of the illustrations that he gives in Matthew 24, if you cross-reference those with other places in the Bible where we start to see messages about the, uh, the end of the age, what Jesus is talking about there is the return of Christ, which is going to be preceded, depending on your end times view. We've done a real truth real quick on the rapture. Yep. Okay, And so this event is not when Christ returns to the earth, but when the church God's people return to him. It's called the rapture. And we, like I said, go watch that real truth real quick. Um, and, and, and so I would tell you that probably the best way to understand when the rapture would happen is that we have what's called a pre-tribulation view, which is the beginning of before the seven-year tribulation period. Some people are pre-trib. Some people are mid-trib. Some people are pre-wrath. Some people are post-trib. Some people reject the rapture altogether. But what I would tell you is that probably the next eschatological event, which means the last times event, is going to be some cataclysmic event where God removes his people from earth, which would precede then this seven-year period that then marks his coming. Uh, why is this a topic now when there's always these conversations going on about the end of the world? Um, it's a topic now partly because of where we are in our calendar. We're filming this in September of 2015. 
There's a, a messianic Jewish rabbi by the name of Jonathan Kahn, who's done some pretty amazing work, and he's matched up certain observations he made from Scripture with what's going on in America. We've got to be careful when we look at what's going on in America and the apostasy of America or the rebellion of America against God. Um, Ronald Reagan was uh, well known for saying, when America is no longer one nation under God, we will be one nation gone under. I mean, I like to say to people that, that while in God we trust is still our national motto, it is no longer our national manner. We don't trust in God. And any nation, any people that lives in rebellion against God should expect judgment or consequence. And so what's going on through Jonathan Kahn's observations about the Jewish calendar, something called the Shemitah, which means the release or shaking. It's, it's related to something that happens in Deuteronomy 15, Leviticus 25, which um, has to do with God's sabbatical years, which Israel never obeyed, which was part of why they went into judgment and exile for seven years to Babylon. All this is out there. Uh, there's also been a pretty amazing series of events that have happened on Shemitah years with the way that America and other world powers have had a shaking lining up with Shemitah years, when God sets things back in order. And so we're coming to the end of one here in uh, this September. Also, this particular year, the reason we're talking about it now, is because we're in the middle of what is um, a very rare occurrence. And by rare, I mean eight times since the time of Christ, with what's called a, uh, a blood moon tetrad. Any idea what tetrad is? No. It is just a set of four, okay? And so, um, it, four blood moons. Blood moons are what happens when uh, there's a shadow cast on the moon. It takes a reddish hue. Uh, what's really interesting about this particular year, this Jewish calendar year, is all four blood moons happen coinciding with Jewish feasts. And in the middle of the four of them, there is a, uh, was a total solar eclipse. Now, Joel 2.31 says this. It says, The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon into blood before the great and awesome coming day of the Lord. And so a lot of people are going, wow, the, uh, four times the moon's turning to blood. It coincides with major Jewish feasts. The sun turned to darkness. There's another partial eclipse coming up. And so everybody's pretty much wound up over this. And what I would tell you is you want to be very careful. And I think Jonathan Kahn does this. He says, look, I'm not saying something for sure is going to happen, but boy, things are certainly lining up. What I would tell individuals is you don't want to get worked up, okay? You want to just be at work. Be ready. Be faithful. I would really admonish believers in Christ to not put more, um, I guess, confidence in conspiracy theories than in Christ, okay? In speculation than in scriptures, uh, don't be doomsday people. Be disciple makers. Don't be fear mongers. Be Christ followers. I say all these things because it, the way you're ready for the end of the earth, whenever it happens, is to be found ready. And so um, let me read to you, and just as we wrap up, from, from what, what it says in 1 John. In 1 John chapter 2, it says this, Abide in him, so that when he does appear, we may have confidence and not shrink away from him in shame at his coming. And it talks about the hope that we have that Christ is going to return. Verse 3 of chapter 3 says, And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as Christ is pure. So you want to be ready. You want to be an individual that knows the signs of the times and what's going to go on. Um, I would tell believers in America that probably, you know, some judgment on our country, some shaking of our country, the, what I've called the rupture of America, the reckoning of America, that might happen before the rapture. 
certainly uh, before the return, what I would tell you is that you want to be an individual that doesn't put your hope in America. You should seek the welfare of the city in which we live, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So even if the country that you live in is shattered, your hope isn't. So that you can be people who speak of Christ, speak of the hope, and you're ready. So know the signs, be aware, but I would not elevate speculations to Scripture because you'll lose your credibility and the thing that you know is true uh, will be rejected because you traffic in speculations. Good stuff. Uh, well, in the show notes here below, um, we're going to put a link to a sermon that, Todd, that you did recently yeah. uh, that kind of goes into more detail on some of these things. We'll yeah. put that down there. Check that out. And we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick. Real Truth Real Quick.